singing for all to hear. Glory to God in the highest heaven. Blessed is the Holy One on a roadway paved with cloaks. What kind of Holy One was this? Word was spreading, and some of the people in charge were not happy and said to Jesus, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. Do you want to bring the soldiers down on us? But Jesus answered, I tell you, if they were silent, the stones would shout aloud. Word was spreading. People were talking. They were even dancing in the streets. Of course, what Jesus said and did, and what people heard and understood, were not always the same thing. Dear Jesus, just a quick note to let you know how much we enjoyed the parade on Sunday. We thought the picnic was a wonderful idea. Of course, the perfect weather helped. It was such a treat to gather with you and the disciples there in the meadow. And that chicken that Martha fixed, I must have that recipe. The kids had a lot of fun with the relay races and the ball game. And when you got on that donkey, I thought I'd split with laughter. I mean, let's face it, Clint Eastwood, you are not. But it all worked out beautifully. You riding into the city with your feet dragging, with the kids running beside you, waving palms, sweeping the road ahead of you, marching like drum majorettes, directing imaginary bands. The rest of us got into it, laughing and singing and shouting our hey-zannas and our hosannas and our zannas and a hose. <laughs> I bet you were really pleased with that turnout. There were a lot of disciples there that I hadn't seen for a while, and it really caught the attention of the folks who were out for a Sunday stroll or just hanging around. There were plenty of strangers and visitors, and most of them seemed interested in what was going on. I thought your little speech at the city was pretty good, but I suggest going easy on the Messiah idea. <laughs> I realize the donkey and the parade point in that direction, but really, Jesus, you just don't seem very Messiah-ish. It really just isn't you. But that's just my opinion, I realize. <laughs> anyway, I think we made a breakthrough on Sunday. Folks are beginning to recognize you, people are curious about your message, and you are being noticed. <laughs> The tough times are nearly over. Again, we had a wonderful time at the picnic and the parade on Sunday. I do so wish we could come to your supper on Thursday and be with you Friday, but we already made other plans. So sorry about that. We'll call you on Saturday as we're heading out of town on Sunday. <laughs> Wishing you all the very best.
cheering, chanting, dizzy crowd had stripped the green trees bare, and hailing Christ as King aloud waved branches in the air. They laid their garments in the road and spread his path with palms and bows of lasting love bestowed with royal hymns and songs. They had dimmed down deep in dark, the crowd began to fade, till only trampled leaves and bark were left from the parade. Lest we be pulled because our hearts have searched with passing praise, starts where Christ had fixed his gaze. The winding sheet will have to be unrolled, a carpet much more fit to break the grain across Word was spreading, people were talking, and some of the people in charge were becoming increasingly unhappy as Jesus went to the temple to drive out the money changers and those who were selling sacrificial animals. My house should be a house of prayer. But you have made it into a den of robbers. Jesus began to teach in the temple and the people gathered from near and far to hear his words. The more the people listened, the more the people in charge became afraid. As members of the Sanhedrin, we have been charged with the sacred duty of protecting the faith of our people. Hands were laid upon our heads, Matters of the purity of faith have been placed within our care. We cannot shirk from our duty. After Jesus parade into the holy city and his rampage through the temple grounds, overturning tables and scattering sacrificial animals, we cannot afford to be blind or to pretend that the situation has not changed. It is no longer enough to discredit him. It has become necessary to cut out and remove an infection, as one might remove decay in an apple, or a surgeon might amputate a gangrenous limb to save a patient's life. The process may be bloody. Surgery is not for the squeamish. But the health of the body of faith is at stake. And so we must act. And we must act quickly and decisively. Word was spreading, people were talking, the news grew and grew. The time of the Passover feast drew near, and Jesus so much wanted to share it with his closest friends. They would celebrate with special food, songs, prayers, and stories to remember the time that God helped the children of Israel escape from Egypt. Jesus sent Peter and John 
to find the guest room where he could eat with his disciples. So they went and found everything and prepared for the special meal. spreading. People were talking. Jesus drew his friends close to him. Together they gathered around a table. Yes, word was spreading. Good news was growing. But how could Jesus get his friends through the next few days, through the time until he saw them again? Full of love, he took a loaf of bread, broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Full of love, he took a cup of wine as he said, This cup is given and poured out for you, God's blessing in times of pain and trial. Full of awe and wonder, the friends ate the bread and shared the cup. They had been fed with stories and prayers words and deeds, and now this most special bread and wine. Word was spreading. Then Jesus said the most frightening thing. One of you gathered amongst us has lost his way. One of you will betray me and turn me over to those who wish to see me dead. On page 192 in your hymnal, you'll find the words for our song of reflection as we remember that precious meal and the sorrow that would soon follow. We'll begin in unison and then move into a round with Jennifer and I leading you right side and left. Yeah. 
For a moment, it was as if time stood still. They could not believe the words that rushed and poured over them. Someone would betray him. Jesus looked at Peter with deep love and a deeper sadness. These are uncertain times. Our friendship will be tested. For a while, we will all be scattered. You, Peter, will turn away from me. I have prayed that you will turn back again and help your brothers and sisters find their way back. What do you mean, cried Peter? I will go with you now even to prison and to death. Then Jesus sighed and said, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows to end this night, you will deny me three times. Word was spreading. People were whispering. Jesus and his friends went to the Mount of Olives. Jesus looked at them lovingly, saying, Pray that you do not come into the time of trial. And moving away from them about a stone's throw, he knelt down and he prayed. Oh, Father, if it were up to me, I wish it didn't have to be this way. Full of anguish and despair, Jesus looked to his friends, but found them all asleep. spreading in secrets and whispers, whispers of 30 silver pieces offered to Judas if he would betray his Lord and friend. Suddenly a crowd came, led by Judas. He kissed Jesus as a sign to tell the crowd that this was the one they wanted. This was the one with a price on his head. Judas, would you turn away from me with a kiss? The disciples wanted to fight back, but Jesus said, Put aside your weapons. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Then Jesus said to the crowd, You saw me every day. Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? Why do you come in the dark of night and treat me like a common criminal. The soldiers didn't say anything. Judas didn't say anything. They took Jesus away, and all of the disciples ran away. Word was spreading, whispers, whispers, fingers pointing. 
Peter followed Jesus from a distance, standing by the fire in the courtyard as Jesus is brought before the religious authorities for questioning. You were with him, one said, squinting his eyes. I was not, Peter replied. Surely you are one of his disciples, another said, pointing a finger. I don't know what you're talking about, Peter said, as he turned his back. Yet another one said, I'm sure he was one of them. I tell you, I don't know him, Peter cried. Jesus looked across the courtyard at Peter as a rooster crowed. Peter, full of shame, fled in tears. Our blood runs as cold as the night. Our courage blows away like the wind. Strangers recognize our fellowship with Jesus. Our denial pierces the soul, like the cock's crow pierces the dawn. There is no warmth in the fire. Our tears flow as cold as the night. the Savior did come for to die for poor ornery children like you and like I I wonder as I with wise men and farmers and shepherds and all but high from God's heaven a star's light did fall and the promise of ages it did then recall if Jesus had wanted for any one thing, a star in the sky or a bird on the wing, he surely could have it, for he was the king. I wonder as I wonder I wonder as I wander out under the sky how Jesus our Savior did 
did come for to die for poor ornery people like you and like I. I wonder as I wander out under the sky. Word was spreading. Name-calling, angry shouts, a howling mob. Jesus was dragged with great cruelty from one place to the next, from the local authorities to the high priest to the Roman governor Pontius Pilate to the King Herod and back again to Pilate. All the authorities asked Jesus, What have you done? What is your crime? Dressed in a royal robe, crowned with thorns, the authorities mocked him. From the crowd, the joyous cries of blessed is the king gave way to anger and to shouts of crucify him. And so Pilate handed Jesus over to be crucified. Let us pray. Elusive one, where do you go when all hope fades? Where are you to be found when we cry out with the psalmist, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In hope mixed with despair, we strain to see you swinging low on your chariot, coming to our rescue. Instead, we face the emptiness of your absence. Your ways are beyond us, O oh God, shrouding us in mystery. Be with us in our hour of need, and do not abandon us when we deny you. Word of Jesus was spreading. People were gathering, following Jesus as he dragged a huge wooden cross. Through the streets, people laughing, leaders mocking, women weeping, friends crying. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus was crucified between two other criminals. From the cross on one side, he heard someone say, why don't you save yourself and us? From the cross on the other side he heard, Jesus, remember me.
Come to the cross and feel the weight of the world. We bring the weight of our sins. Come to the cross and feel the weight of the world. We bring the weight of our desertions and betrayals. Come to the cross and feel the weight of the world. We bring the weight of our accusations and scorns. Come to the cross and feel the weight of the world. We bring the weight of our lives. The weight of the word crucified. The weight of a world lost in madness echoed in Jesus' anguished cry. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? As Jesus breathed his last and the word was silenced, the curtain of the temple tore in two, from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks were split. It was as if earth and heaven were torn from their loving embrace, even as the veil separating the people from God, symbolized by the temple curtain, was torn asunder. There was no word. A good man named Joseph asked for the body of Jesus. Full of love and care, he wrapped him in a linen cloth and ever so gently he laid Jesus in a tomb, hollowed out of the living rock. The women followers came too, helping to prepare the body. But as the sun set and the Sabbath began, the work of anointing Jesus' body would have to wait a stone was rolled to seal the tomb until the Sabbath was over.
the Lord of life always stands between two thieves, one who accuses, one who asks for blessing. Jesus forgives both and offers the kingdom to us all.